Hi, everybody. It's Tay. Welcome back to the PSW podcast. I'm here today with Zach. Uh, he's a PSW in the field uh, and very passionate about his career and his field. And I fed off of it just through emails and asked him, please come on the show. So thank you for being here with us, Zach, and for, for saying yes to me and, and coming on and speaking to everybody. So appreciate it. No, for sure. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, when you yeah. ask me, no doubts, just wanted to jump right on here right away. I saw your um I saw your video submission to our contest and I was like, yeah, like can you please come on the podcast? You just you speak very well and you really articulate well about the profession. And I just I'm really excited to have this on the show and bring it to our audience. So to kind of start us off from basics, what brought you in as a PSW? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, honestly, so growing up from a young age, I always wanted to do something in the health sector. Um, it started with nursing, doctor, paramedic, police officer, all this sort of young kid kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Growing up, my mom was an RN. My aunt was also an RN and we lived in a duplex. So growing up and seeing how passionate they were about their work, uh, I think that kind of fed into the reason I'm doing what I'm doing today. But mm-hmm. come 20... 20. Uh, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do and I actually chose to go in the army. So I trained for that for about a year. I went through all the testing, got accepted. And then about two months before I was supposed to leave for training, I had a seizure. So I got medically declined, obviously. Yeah. So at that point I was kind of left in the Lululand. I don't know what I want to do. And then I saw the uh, PSW program came out during COVID with the, um, the government sponsored. And you know, nursing was still on my mind. So I thought, well, why not do this? It'll give me a better inside look at nursing in the healthcare field. Mm-hmm. So I signed up, I took the program and I fell in love with it. And honestly, I'd lie if I said right away, uh, the first week I was calling my mom every day. I can't do this. I can't do this. But, you know, mm-hmm. we pushed through, we persevered and here we are. Good for you. That's quite the story. That's quite the change from being in the army to yeah. Healthcare PSW. Um, I'm sorry about the seizures. That's uh, but like good for you for kind of twisting it around and taking from it and going in a completely different direction than you were originally intending to. Like that takes a lot of bravery in and of itself. So props to you. But um, what was maybe, and I asked this a lot too. I asked like, what's your advice for new grads and things like that. But like. When you were in school that first week struggling, what was it, A, that made you struggle and B, got you through to say, okay, I'm going to persevere. I'm going to keep going. What, what yeah. did you for you? I think the biggest thing for me was um, being a male in the field. There's not many males. Now, yeah. luckily, we're starting to get a lot more, which is amazing. The more males we can have in the field, the better. Um, it was just the biggest thing for me was that there would be clients, oh, I don't want a male taking care of me, or staff, well, I don't, I'm not used to working with a male, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Between that and honestly, just getting used to when we're born, our bodies and minds aren't wired to want to do with other people's bodily fluids. That yeah. is something that takes a lot of getting used to. I remember my very first day on placement, um, it was a night shift, and we did our morning rounds, and we went to wake a resident up. And I walked in and he was standing there, just caked in a bowel movement. And I just remember looking at my preceptor, covering my mouth and leaving the room. So unprofessional. 
totally unprofessional. Definitely would never do it again. Yeah. I, I collected myself, went back in. When we were done with that, I was like, I called my mom. I said, mom, I cannot do this. This is, this is disgusting. You want me to touch this every day? And she said, you know, it'll get better. It'll get better. Eventually it'll be no different than shaking someone's hand, which as disgusting as it sounds, it's true. Like it really doesn't bother me. But Mm -hmm. that was such a barrier for me to get over. I remember that preceptor the next day went on vacation for two months. And when she came back, she said, oh, Zach, you're still here. I said, well, what do you mean? I didn't think you would make it. You really didn't want to deal with that. (laughs) It is kind of like no different than shaking a hand, as crazy as that sounds. Um, It really isn't. So anybody who's listening that may be, you know, admitted to the hospital in the past and was very self-conscious, it really isn't a big deal for us. Like it's very much routine almost to see someone have a bowel movement. And that's why I kind of chuckle now because it's like, I think when I started school too, clinical really weeded out people from the field, but after a while, it's just no different anymore. So I totally get that though. And even still, I think it's hard to deal with some stuff sometimes and you have to kind of be like, okay, I need to just. Oh, 100%. And I, find, <laughs> I find the toothpaste trick works best, you know, a little bit of toothpaste between two surgical masks. And then you're not mm-hmm. smelling the stench. You're smelling that nice minty toothpaste, fresh smell. That's actually very smart. Yes. Yes. But I've heard to touch on what you said about the, um, you know, about patients, clients being self-conscious, I find, especially when I was working in Emerge, we'd come across it all the time. Patients would be, oh, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with this, this and that. At the end of the day, it's our job. That's what we're there for. It really doesn't bother us. And I find that's one of the things we always have to remember is we are really dealing with people at their most vulnerable state. So if we do make that, oh no, this smells or anything in front of them, not only is it going to make them not want to come back in the future, but it's just not a good look on the profession in general. No, definitely not. And I always feel bad when people apologize to me for it. And it's like, I know this isn't your fault. And this is also why I'm here to help take care of you. And this is one of the aspects. And yeah, it's it's a huge trust thing. Even like that moment specifically, it's such a huge trust thing for, you know, you and your patients or your residents or whatever it may be. And yeah, it's also a pivotal moment for yourself where you're like, I'm really in this. Like, I'm really in this. Like, I see a lot. So yeah, good good for you for kind of pushing through that too. I know I had so many people in my class, once so many, but a few people just walk away after clinical because it's just not, that's the moment where you find out it's not for you or it is for yeah. you. Yeah, you know what, that's the thing. I had the same experience. A lot of people didn't make it through that. And it's at the end of the day, it's one of those things where you have to try to rewire your brain to be used to it. And if you can't, you can't, right? It's not for everybody. Yeah, definitely. And so where are you at now? Where do you work? Well, not where yeah, you, for sure. Like, please don't give me your name of your work. No, definitely not. <laughs> but, um, you know, like what sector are you in right now? Yeah, for sure. So I started uh, when I graduated, I applied to um, posting at a hospital and I luckily got in there. Um, I was accepted onto their float team, which I was really excited about because coming right out of school. And as I said before, I was contemplating nursing. I thought, what a better chance than to join a float team. You go to every different floor in every sector of the hospital. And I'll kind of see what everyone's about and see if I, what I like the most type of thing. So mm-hmm. I did two weeks on the float team. Uh, I loved it. And then I, the one night they placed me on a floor and there was five PSWs there. And I was just a couple hours in, I was like, I feel like I could be doing more. There, there's so much more I could be helping someone else. So I called staffing and they sent me down to the ER for the night. And I went down there and at first I was like, whoa, this is just a total different ball game. 
-hmm. It was huge. It was intense. It was so fast. And by the end of the shift, I really fell in love with it. So I went home and the charge nurse that night had actually emailed myself, uh, the staffing manager and his manager, and just said how pleased they were with me that night and that they'd like to have me come down there permanently if it was possible. So I was given the option to, and I accepted to go down there. And I spent about a year and a half in Emerge. Absolutely loved it. It is so fast paced. You see so much. And just the learning is daily. You're always learning something new, learning, uh, seeing a new story. I did that for a year and a half. And then about two months ago, I jumped into the home care field. So I'm doing home care now. Oh, and wow. I wasn't sure, having not done it before, what it would be like with that jump from, you know, fast pace emerge to going into people's houses. But I've fallen in love with it. I find people are a lot less vulnerable in their own home. They feel a lot safer. So that interaction feels a lot more economic in a sense, you know, and it's just lovely. You're going into their home. You might be helping them make a meal. You're sitting there and talking to them, taking them for a walk. It's always something different. And you're really becoming a part of that client's life journey. Uh, It's beautiful thing. That is really nice. I do notice there's a little bit of a change, you know, when you go from hospital to home care. I really liked hospital when I worked in it and I actually really wanted to try Emerge, but then I thought, I don't know. I never ended up taking the shift that was offered. Oh, you should have. But I was like, oh. You should have. I've heard that it's a, a whole new world down there. And for me, I got to float to, you know, our med floors and things like that. And then I took a temporary position in an ICU and I oh, loved no. it. And then the emerge shift came up and I was like, oh, I really would love to see it down there. But I've heard it's just a beast. It's a whole new beast down there, but it sounds. You love so it or you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds really cool though. No, definitely. Um, so what was your experience like working? Uh, you said in the ICU, you took a, a temporary placement. Yeah, I did. I really, really, really liked it. And I got to learn a lot. And I think you and I are very similar where we're kind of eager to learn and we like healthcare. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Like I always would walk away from my shift knowing that I helped at least one person. And that meant a lot to me, even if the day was really hard. And in ICU, it's like, it's very different because you, you know, I feel like we're always dealing with vulnerable people, but when you're in the ICU, it levels up just to tip pitch more for them because it is like I'm in ICU you know and if they're awake and conscious it can be a very scary experience for them so it's nice to be there and to be like no problem like I'll do your bed bath like we can talk I might be a familiar face to them you know a source of comfort or something like that or even just a good laugh I find that people just need to joke around and have a good laugh because it can be very serious in there so I loved ICU I had great colleagues that would teach me anything like I asked questions and they would just answer all of them and ha- were happy to teach me so yeah I really liked it long oh, story short <laughs> that's one place I always wanted to pick up and try and I just never did when the posting came up and kind of like you would emerge they yeah. say I'm like what would it have been like what would it have changed for me it's it's different in the sense that you a lot of patients um like some of them aren't conscious but a lot of them are sedated so you're you're really it's very different in, in how you give them a bed bath, you know, you right. you need the nurse with you at all times. Well, you need the nurse with you at all times. And I see you can't just like go free sure. in there, but um, you know, you get to see different machines and different um, like procedures in place and there's different tubing to work with. And I, I just thought it was really interesting for me and just very special as well. And 
yeah, it was, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. You and I are like similar, but different, but for me, it was no, emerged. Sure. I was like, hmm, what's emerged like, but yeah. It sounds like the ICU would be a great spot for even a new grad to work on um, positioning and, you know, getting in the habit of Q2 hour turns and things like that as well. It's imperative. Yeah. So like you're doing that and it's nice because you're usually you're with the nurse, right? And you're with the nurse who's maybe been with that patient for a few days if they're lucky. So they know the ins and outs and they you're with them and you can kind of just help them from the patient and, you know, learn about different things. So, yeah, it's it's totally Amazing. different, but very cool. And uh, I've also done home care as well. And it was a different change for me. So it was a bit of a different pace. But like you said, you kind of get to be a part of their life and in their house. And that means a lot in and of itself. So that's really, that's really cool to hear that. And I feel like you're taking away a lot from, from what you're, you're getting in your experiences. Are you working hospital and home care at the same time? Or are you? So I was doing both. Um, so the hospital I was working at, though, I ended up moving home to my parents' house. I kept the job, but it was an hour and a half commute each way. So my 12-hour shifts were turning into 15, 16-hour shifts. So I just it came to the point where I had to put my resignation in and just focus on the home care in town for now. Mm-hmm. Bitter pill to swallow. Really didn't want to have to do that. But in a sense, I'm glad I did because... Now, not only am I giving my all to the home care, but I'm getting it all. I'm soaking in so much knowledge and being able to put my full attention to that. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Like I said earlier, everything happens for a reason, right? If I'm meant to go back to the hospital, it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how things work out. You know, you just, you never know where you're going to fall, I think. And it's a cool opportunity to kind of shop into different sectors. I keep saying this to people, but like shopping around to figure out, oh, I actually really like home care. Oh, I like community or, you know wherever it is, like, it is a cool opportunity, even though it sucks at the time. I've been there too. <laughs> it sucks. No, I'm glad you brought that up. That's one thing I want to touch on actually was, so I don't know how every other school does it. Like I said, I was in the, the government funded program, so it was short and condensed, but I didn't have the opportunity through school to check out all the different sectors. I, my placement was in a retirement home. We had a memory care unit, kind of like a long-term care, but that's all I got to see. Yeah. I feel like in school, we should be forced and taken to a home care center long-term care hospital we should have to try everything and not only that but when you graduate I think it's imperative to anyone listening to this that's considering getting in the field or in the field it's imperative that you really buy into what your company has to offer go to interviews if you don't feel like you're buying in you're not clicking with that company you know it's okay to say no not at this time and maybe come back later like for this home care position I shopped around I, I interviewed in a few different places and the last one I interviewed with, I, I really agreed with their ethics, decision-making, their plans of care, and I really bought in. So I, that's why I chose to go there. And I've loved it. But I really do think it's important that everyone takes that time to find the spot that's right for them. Don't be afraid to move around, especially early in your career. You're not going to last forever, especially in long-term care as a PSW. Mm-hmm. Shop around and find what's best for you. Yes, yes. And I think... We're moving away slowly, I think, maybe, maybe I'm totally off by this, but I think we're moving away from that whole ideal of like one spot, one place, the rest of your life. And it's like, I agree. actually, no, like I want to go here and I want to go here. And for me personally, like, I'm really happy I shopped around and I, I tried everything and now I know. So it's just worth that experience. And like you said, and I, I really liked that you brought this up 
shop around for your jobs and pick what's best for you because there there's opportunity out there. But I feel like sometimes, even for me personally, like you feel like, okay, I should just go. I should go just take this job. And yeah. then you realize like, I should have shopped. I should have waited, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. Sometimes it's, oh, this one's paying $3 more. I have to go with that. But no, I personally took a bit of a pay cut to be the company I'm at. At the end of the day, your happiness, your success and the patient care is what matters the most. Yeah. Yeah. And how they structure that too. I think 100%. you look at that and like patient ratios and, you know, how they're like structuring their breaks or like things like that, that really do contribute to longevity in the profession. How do they, how do they do that? How do they roll that out for their employees? Like, these are things that we can look at and kind of hold people a little bit more accountable for too. Um, so that's, that's nice that we got here. I like this too. It's another message in and of the big, Definitely. so um I've asked everybody this question. Okay. I asked you too. What would you tell anybody who's thinking of coming into the field, has just come into the field, or is in school right now to study to become a PSW? What piece of advice would you give them? Take your time and take care of yourself. Uh, I've thought about this a lot, uh, especially with trying to give a message to people that are considering coming into the field. It's there's no plain cut and dry black and white answer really at the end of the day. You have to ask yourself, do you care for people? Are you ready to work hard? But especially for the people already in the field, the main thing I have is just take care of yourself. You're running around 12 hours a day, eight hours a day, whatever it is, giving your everything for everyone else. When you go home, don't take your work home with you. Find a way to relax, whether it be yoga, a bath, at least 15 minutes of self-care. I think that's the most important thing we can all remember. Agreed. Agreed. Well said. I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. Everybody, every interview I've ended, I've been like, this was so great and I love it. And I feel like I'm just a broken record on here, but seriously, I, I went into this with high expectations on what, what we were going to talk about just because I got to speak with you beforehand, but it just surpassed and it's, it's been really nice speaking with you. So thank you. For taking no, time. thank you for having me. Honestly, I've enjoyed it a lot. Good, good. And if we can have you back in the future, I definitely want that. So, 100%. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to leave our audience with? Or I'm good on my end for questions. No, I think that's pretty good. We covered a fair amount in that amount of time. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, this was really good. So, thank you so much again for, for coming on and filming with us and just sharing your passion and I'm going to walk away very happy and full of light from this. So thank you. <laughs> no, thank you so much. It was a pleasure, honestly. Anytime, anytime. And for those listening, I hope this was inspiring and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye everyone.